You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and we had a conversation there with Rona McGreevy from Carrick on Shannon. The music you just heard was West to the Evening Sun, and it is from the new CD by Ailey Blunny, who is from Carrick and Shannon, and Ailey is here to have a chat with us. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. So we're staying in County Leitrim, and um, you've just released a new album, West to the Evening Sun, and... Uh, all your own work. You're you're a songwriter and performer, really. Yeah, yeah. So this is my debut album. Um, I did release an EP four years ago of five tracks, and since then I've been writing uh, these new songs that are on the album. And I also started working with a producer in Limerick, the other side of the Shannon, um, called Dara Dukes. So um, for the last over over a year, I suppose it is, at this stage we've been putting this album together. So I had the songs written and then he came into the equation and we did a lot of work on production. So um, we really paid a lot of attention to the different um, sounds and effects and instruments and tried to make each of the songs like a little, you know, a little artistic work of its own, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm quite proud of this album now. So very individualistic, I would have to say, in, in listening to the music. Um and in such a situation, where are your inspirations, or what would have influenced you growing up? I think the the sound, like the overall sound world, is quite a new new Celtic kind of. So it definitely draws from folk music. I love writing folk songs. I love um, writing stories. Basically, I love listening to folk songs. So growing up, I would have listened to a lot of um, Jerry Wolf, John Glenn, um, Joni Mitchell, and there would also also have been quite a good bit of traditional music in our house um, and channel singing and stuff. So there's quite a, a heavy Irish Celtic influence in the work. But then um, I, I also was a bit of a like a, a, a rocker <laughs> when I was a teenager and I was mad into grunge music and a bit of metal and, you know, Nirvana and Pearl Jam and a perfect circle and Metallica. So um, there's kind of heavier influences there as well. And... A, a couple of um, electronic, like modern influences. You mentioned growing up, yeah, in your house there was traditional music. So yeah. you're coming obviously then from a musical family. Very musical family. Yeah, my father um, is a piano player and he plays the, the church organ. And uh, my mother, uh, her side of the family actually are very into trad music. So a lot of my uh, cousins' relations would be in trad dance. And as well as that, even even further out from music, there's just a lot of like avid readers in my family, they're big into um, books and culture and plays and things like that. So yeah, we were. I mean, it's not something you really, you just sort of take it for granted, you know, when you grow up in a family like that. But I'm like I'm in my thirties now, and when I think back on it, I mean, it probably was a fairly like we were fairly drenched in culture from the from the word go. Brought to all sorts of concerts and events all the time. So yeah, there's there's a lot of diverse influences, I suppose, in there. So while Leitrim is a relatively quiet county on one level, there's a very strong musical tradition in and around. Yeah, yeah, there is. There is. And actually, I think it's even gotten stronger um, recently. Like, there was always a big tradition with the show bands and stuff um, in Carrick and in the county. And I think there's been a kind of a resurgence in um, trad music there more recently. So, yeah, it is. It's a North Leitrim um, Manor Hamilton up there in the Glens. They're wild up there all together. <laughs> so yeah, there's, there's loads of music. 
So you've since um, then you say you went through your your kind of heavy metal phase. <laughs> yeah, my punk and heavy metal phase, and I was in um, yeah I was I was in a well that might be that might be overstating it. I was in a kind of a pop rock band um, as a teenager with uh, your your relations, and um, so we did like covers of um, Smashing Pumpkins songs and. Um, some REM and stuff like that. That was when I was very young, I was like 13 to 17 or 18. And we used to play in the pubs around the place, which is probably completely illegal <laughs> at that age, I'm sure it was. But anyway, we got away with it. <laughs> um, so, and then I went into playing more like jazzy kind of things. In There's a pub in Carrick and Shannon called The Oars Man, and myself and my sister used to do a sort of a light jazz. Um, session there every Sunday so yeah and, and then we did the usual weddings and events like that as well so I think as a musician you, you end up <laughs> playing in, in lots of different contexts. So then you you went to Dub- Dublin and you've studied music? Yeah yeah I suppose this was when I started finding my own voice really so I went to Maloose actually and I did music and French a degree and then um, I did a master's in music kind of mus- musicology they call it so it was it's like the study of music history, really. I wrote um, about a wonderful um, Anglo-Irish composer called Elizabeth McConkey, classical, uh, 20th century classical music. Um, so, I was, yeah, I was quite into the academic side of things uh, and really enjoyed the studying. And then, um, yeah, then I started really trying to, I suppose, find my own, um, find my own way in the music that I was writing. So, um, yeah, I... I Gradually zeroed in on the on the influences that meant the most to me, and uh, tried to craft the sound around that. <laughs> Progressing on, you're taking the theory and all the experience, and you're now turning it into your own distinctive style and sound. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's the idea. Um, yeah, it's it's a funny thing because it's very that's obviously very personal um, to me. The type of things that I write about is quite. You know, I really like to try and dig. I'm very into psychology as well. I started studying that effort, but I really like to try and dig down into the emotions behind um, the music and try and just give as honest an interpretation of what I'm feeling as possible and then sort of um, pad that out using sounds that are complementary to it. So I really, I suppose in this album, I really just tried to strip back any of the um, the eagerness that I might have, have, have previously had to please the audience or the listeners and so I kind of just made this more about trying to assert my own independence musically and hoped then that people would respond to it which is is always a risk <laughs> but and to that end to that end people are responding to it yes they are I mean it's yeah I've been a bit overwhelmed with the the reaction and um, because I, I think when you give of yourself very honestly it can provoke very honest reactions in other people as well, and that can be both positive and negative. So, on the on the positive side, which which it has mostly been, um, it's very you know it can be very moving. Like people people do talk to you about how certain songs or emotions really resonated with where they were or where they are at a certain time, and you can really form connections with people that you wouldn't really otherwise. You know, people can tell you things that you know if, if you know they wouldn't talk, they wouldn't talk to you about otherwise. So it's quite unusual. And then also like 
um, you can it can trigger things in in other people, and they can have quite a negative reaction, really quite a negative reaction to what you do. So it's funny because it's kind of all out of your control. All you can do is write what you what you're feeling and hope to um, you know hope that the theory and the technical um, experience and practice that you have will you know will contribute to delivering that message as clearly as possible. But you know, ultimately, the message can people can respond to any way that any way that they will, I suppose, to what that message is. So yeah, it's been it's been funny actually now having the the mix of responses to it. But yeah, you just kind of have to think, well, it's kind of out of my control how other people respond to it. But by and large, it's been very positive. So yeah, I'm I'm very grateful for that. In the segment that's coming up, we're going to be chatting with Philip King from Other Voices, and that, I'm sure, is a venue that uh, would be ideal for you at some stage in the future, and I'm sure you'd love to get to. Yes, it's fabulous. It's a great festival. I played it actually um, a few years ago on the trail, the music trail. I've been lucky enough to, but, and I've attended it other years. It's, it's brilliant, yeah. They do a lot, a lot for Irish music. Ellie, we're delighted to be able to share your music with the, the listener, and if anybody wants to find out more about you, you're out there in social media and a website. Do you want to give us the details? Yeah, so my, my website, my full name is Ailey Blunny, A-I-L-I-E-B-L-U-N-N-I-E, and my website is just AileyBlunny.com, um, and I also use Twitter, which is at AileyBlunny, and Facebook, and just Ailey, Ailey post up on Facebook, actually. So, yeah, you can find me in any of those places, or Spotify as well, Ailey. You're you're up there in Spotify also. Yeah. yeah. Indeed, indeed. Well, as, thanks a million for taking the time. And as I say, we're delighted to have the opportunity to share a little of your story and your music with the listener. And well, I wish you every you. success in the future. Thanks a million, Austin. I really appreciate it.